0: All right, guys. Welcome back to the show. And today we are continuing our Bowfest series. I'm telling you, Bowfest was a ton of fun. I've never gone and set up my own booth somewhere, like had people join me in there and recorded podcasts, and I had so many amazing conversations, met a ton of great people, and I've got some friends now that I feel like are going to be lifelong friends and hunting buddies. And on the show today are two of them. I've got Tom Lalonde and Nick Queen. We kicked it off after just meeting over by their booth, and then we did a rock wall race, which I totally smoked everybody that they presented me with, and (laughs) then we just hung out. We shot the courses. We hung out, went to the concerts at night. Uh, People watched together. That was a ton of fun, and so we ended up doing a couple different podcasts together, so I hope you guys are going to enjoy these. We've actually planned a few hunts now, um, now that BowFest is over, so... Hopefully we can get on some deer together or go and chase after something together. But these guys are awesome. I'm excited for this one. Let's jump in.
1: Like, he was doing things that were just badass.
0: That was one of the coolest moments of my life.
2: I was really scared, but knowing that Dean had the gun, I did have the rifle, like, we would be okay.
0: Alright guys, welcome to the show. I'm excited about this. I like when we have a full table of people because then it's like just hanging out. Good conversation. Good conversation. So hanging out is Tom Lalonde. I got that right. right? (laughs) You you said it and then as soon as I had to start to say it back I was like shoot I hope I got this right. (laughs) Nick Queen and then my wife Samantha. So we're here at Bowfest just hanging out and uh, yeah I'm pretty pumped. You guys are at the XOP booth. Yep. Why don't you tell people a little bit about XOP and maybe a background about yourselves?
1: Sweet. Yeah. So, XOP Tree Stands, um, we specialize in mobile tree stand hunting, saddle hunting, um, and accessories. Nice. I've been with XOP for a few years now. Um, I started, I got my, got connected with them when they came out with the Renegade saddle and uh, I really wanted to get into saddle hunting but didn't want to drop the the that big chunk of change to do it to try it to yeah. see if I like it so they dropped that saddle I don't know I think it was a Monday or Wednesday or whatever midweek and I saw it bought it and then reached out to them uh, on the marketing side and, and got connected and then we've been doing some awesome stuff mostly shows here recently but yeah. now it's um, technically, now what we're getting into is is industry partner and hunt developers is yeah. basically what I do nice. for, for the team, and cool. then in addition to the sales and stuff like
3: that. Yeah, I always tell everybody, our hunt hunt organizer.
1: Yeah. Yep. It, yeah. If you term. want to break it down, really, I I'm still in shock that that's what I get to do. Yeah. Um, it's 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 a it's a side gig that I've got, and I just I'm super humbled that. I get to do that. It's literally been a dream. Believe me, I'm 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 shocked you got it too. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I love what I what I found. I love doing is creating a platform for people to come together. Yep. Whether it's like we just did a a a basketball camp at my kids' school, and and it's it's like everybody wants to do it, but just didn't get the ball rolling, and we just. I just, we got it and then had other coaches coach it and I gotta just be there and help fill the gaps where needed and it was, so the same kind of thing with the hunts, like let's get all these creatives together and just see what happens. Let's get all the logistics together.
3: You're so good at connecting people. It's like you can make a friend and then you make a friend with him and now me and him are friends because of you. Like that and you're amazing at it. I feel like
0: that's a really good skill to have too because if you like make a friend, and then you're like, oh, this isn't really working out." You just connect other people <laughs> yeah. and back out. It's like doing a conference call
1: and meeting yourself. <laughs> yeah,
3: right. Yeah, I can I, I can, so I can feel
1: it out and be like, "Hey, yeah, th- y- you guys would hit it off," yeah. but I'm like, back into the shadows. And you're like, "But I'm not interested. <laughs> right. I'm not the third wheel in this relationship." Okay, I like. that. I've never thought about it. Well, that I've way. gotten
3: a lot of connections, so I do I do media, um, yep. yeah, content creator, if you will, yeah. or whatnot. Um, I've been with XOP since 2019. I got brought on as like a field staff and then uh, just developed a friendship with the guys and have grown since then. And now I'm here doing content for them and helping them, you know, with the products and testing stuff and whatnot. And over the last year, me and him have connected and I've made so many connections in the outdoor industry because of Tom. So he's been a, a great help, not just for the company, but just as a friend. So I can... Is
2: that how you guys Thank met? You.
3: Yeah, through awesome. XOP. Yep. Yep. Well, we connected yeah. on Instagram, but
1: before, because I I was seeing what he was putting out, I liked it, and we got talking just about well, kind of what just hunting, what you guys yeah. do and hunting, and and if you guys needed anything, and and then just and then XOP happened, and yeah. and it kept going, and we got to do some shows together, and it's been a blast. Yeah.
3: So that's why I say we banter like little brothers. We <laughs> we do. We
1: definitely like, we definitely. Not even fight like it's (laughs) not fighting, (laughs) but it's like it's like like an old married couple. Yeah, yeah. I get it. It's like legit. Like you never know when a wrestling match might. I feel like it's like (laughs) you never know if like a wrestling match is fixing to break out. Yeah, Yeah. or like just die
3: laughing. You know what I mean? Right,
1: right, right. Because it's like. Yeah, yeah. When somebody so from funny. the outside probably thinks, like, we
3: hate each other sometimes.
1: Oh, 100%. we're not nice 100%. about it, I'm like, dude, shut up, or I'm going
3: right. to punch you. Like, right. you have got <laughs> right. two more tries, and I'm going <laughs> to hit. <hate> you. Right. <laughs> like, That's awesome. It's, yeah.
1: And it's, yeah, we're both uh, intense. Yeah. And, and Passionate. We're, we're passionate. Both very passionate. Passionate, yeah. and, and we want things to be at a high level. And so when you get two people like that, I think it's, and his, like, our ideas might get us to the same point, but his might be a little bit different oh. than mine. Mm-hmm. And so in my head, I'm like, well, mine's already, I, like, I've already accomplished it. Right. My, yeah, and it's like yeah, I've yeah, already yeah. got this plan and this old boy's coming in here, <laughs> yeah. you know, so <laughs> Steal it's, it. Yeah, so it's it's been. always
2: fun doing stuff together. That's why Dan asked me to come with him on this. You know?
1: Yeah. It is. <laughs> I mean to have that yeah. like
0: partner, wingman, co host, whatever, it's yeah. just fun. Like you have somebody to bounce ideas back and forth off the competition is yeah. always fun, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. My idea is better. Yeah. You know, yeah, right. It could be the same idea. You just <laughs> yes. present it different ways <laughs> right. and you just that's swear. That's exactly. yeah. yeah. This yeah. is totally better. But I like what you said about how it just doesn't feel real that that's your job. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I run into that a lot with people in the outdoor industry, unless they've been doing it 20, 30 years. Yeah. It's just like, I still don't feel like this is real life. Yeah. Yep. And that's the most common question I feel like I get. Dude, how do you get into the outdoor industry? I'm a lot like, of work. Dude, there's a million different yeah. jobs. What are you good at? What are you passionate Figure about? Figure that out. What do you want to do?
1: And then grind. Yeah. Like, and it's don't just, stop. Yeah. You, yeah. Can't, you can't slow down. So I'll, I'll, I feel like I have a, a fun story, too, just that I'm proud of. So I found out exactly like I'm a writer. I'm mm. good at writing. And so I stayed involved just with different companies and different people through that and would – and did that for quite a few years, um, just really small level, like yeah. small level stuff, and 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 kind of kept it kind of kept me always connected, and I feel like when you know, so when the door opened, when God opened the door, it was just like it was an easy transition in, um, and just I just keep again just like so amazed i'm just like god i can't believe this is real yeah Yeah. like you you did you put this together and things just keep rolling i'm i've even tried to step out of it Mm -hmm. because i was worried that it was putting hunting above yeah other priorities yeah and i don't i never want to do that um and so i was like hey god like if this if you don't want me to be in any of this like please take it away yeah um and then it literally just kept you know, opening and more responsibility from XOP and all this stuff. And all of a sudden it's, it's here. And it's like, I think the grind is what's, what's not forgotten about, but like you really do have to outlast. Like you just, you just have to keep doing it and, and, but do it in a way that fits within your schedule. So you're not getting burnt. Yeah. I would write, I mean, it would only be like an article a month. Yeah. You know what I mean? For Mm -hmm. some company from worked with minus 33 folks over there. Um, you know, Huntworth, um, some, some, just some really cool different brands that just kept connections and things kept growing. And then, and so I think it's anything you can do, Yeah, you yeah. know, that, that kind of comes naturally, you know, if it's media, if it's creative on that side, um, even if you don't feel like I've had lots of conversations, um, Chris Hamm at HHA is, is an awesome mentor of mine and, and just a, a guy I bounce a lot of ideas off of from life to, to business and stuff. And, um, you know, I'd I'd ask him like, "Hey, is 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 there value in writing yeah. anymore? Like, where do you think?" He's he's like, "Well, you know, obviously video and photo is is huge, and so yeah. if you can get into that, but if all your if if the time you have is for writing, then do what you have time for too. You know, so it's I think keeping it within the bubble mm-hmm. that you yeah. have in terms of availability yeah. is super important.
3: Yeah. Well, I like what you said about outlasting. Um, my my. I guess, like, tip or whatever, and you probably the same way is I, I look at it as, especially with like media and stuff like that, it's very saturated. Like, there's a lot of yeah. people that want to get into it and whatever. And I don't remember where I heard this or seen this, but a like guy said, when you first start doing something, Media-wise or whatever, you probably start with a, a million people started the same, same way you time, did. Yeah. Yep. A year from now, half of them people have quit because it got too hard. Yep. Now you're only i I'd say a not even a year, maybe. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. But yeah. as the years go on, the less less people have stopped. For sure. So you've now put yourself in the position four years ahead of the people who are starting today yeah. because you started four years and didn't stop. Yeah. And I always had that in my head, like, I got to keep, and when it was, this was not going to happen, I'm broke, what am I doing, you know what I mean? And like he said, it was, I had that conversation with myself, like, when I have my daughter, I was like, this is super important to me, but I got a daughter to support. I can't just, you know, willy-nilly hunt and do what I want. And it was in that moment of, do I quit? God, what am I supposed to do here? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, everything with XOP just my responsibilities if you will with them and the opportunities from Tom and XOP it just artists all of a sudden just started opening doors for me yeah. I was like okay you know what I mean not yeah. that I've made it but I get it like yeah. this is those five years of honing my skills and making the mistakes when it didn't matter. You know what I mean? Like I've yep. messed up so much. Yeah. And I look back now and I'm like, thank God I, that wasn't for a bigger company. Yeah, than I did right. It was just yeah. me. Like yeah. who cares? So. That's how you learn
2: though. There's,
0: exactly. Th- and there's a huge difference between like the grind and the hustle and forcing something. Yep. Oh my gosh. Right. Like yeah. when you're forcing something, it's bound to fail. Like mm-hmm. you can't just push and push. And you get blinded by the idea of, like, I can't fail, I can't fail. Well, guess what? Sometimes failure is how you move forward the best. Absolutely. Like, if you can learn, if you have the ability to learn from your mistakes, that can excel you faster than a lot of different types of success can. Yeah. And so. But uh,
2: also the hustle. You could hustle and work for years, and if you don't have that favor and doors don't open, you're stuck. And that's, you know, not where you're supposed to be, or maybe the timing's off, or, you know, like, just because you work hard at it, it may not be the right thing.
3: Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. just like in hunting, if I went out opening morning and I tagged out, what did I learn that season? Yeah. Not very much. Like I was successful, you know what I mean? And yeah. there's lessons to be learned from being successful, don't get mm-hmm, me wrong. For but sure. when you grind your, your ass off all season and it doesn't come together, I can go back and count. That was a mistake. I won't do that again. Yep. I'm never playing that wind again. It doesn't work in that place or I can't hunt this or this way doesn't work for me and that's how the next year you correct those mistakes and you're inching closer to, you know, the, the goal or whatever when you would have never fixed those mistakes. And then, you know, next season comes around, a giant walks under you and there's a mistake that you could have had last year, you yeah. know, kind of deal. So.
0: Yeah. And what you said, too, about like starting at the same time and after a year, this many people drop off. I saw I don't know if it was a meme, a stat, a video. I saw something when I first started podcasting oh, that yeah. 95% of podcasts don't make it to episode 100.
3: Yeah, I could see that. And
0: I immediately, in my mind, instead of thinking like, well, I've got a 19 out of 20% or 19 yeah. out of 20 chance of failure the negative to not yeah. make it. I said, all I have to do is get to 100 episodes and I'm <laughs> automatically top, five percent. top 5% yep. all time of podcasts. Right. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Just stick it out. And it's I was like, like, that's what I'm gonna do.
1: Yeah. That's like the hundred day rule, I think it is. Where if you do something for a hundred days. Oh
2: yeah, build a habit.
1: You you're yeah, you're ninety you're more proficient than ninety five percent of the Dang. of the population yeah. or whatever Jeez. at it. Yeah. So yeah. it's like and it and it, I I I don't know for sure, but I think it was even broke down to like do something for an hour a day or some some time amount like small. Yeah, Uh, I think I know what
3: you're talking about. I've heard that. Yeah, if you spend 15 minutes a day for a year, a full year,
1: you're 95% like 95% yeah. more Further better at it than, than, yeah. Any, yeah.
3: than the average person that does it once a week. Wow. And I, th- I
1: think that's, because then, you know, that kind of gives you, okay, I only have to do this for 15 minutes, whatever yeah. it is. And that's attainable. Yeah, no can 100%. That. Right. And
3: that's life. Yeah. Right. Like anything. Right. Finances, right. you want right. to talk, you know, like yeah. we were talking about balance and hunting, which I don't yeah. have. Like <laughs> <laughs> trying to, you know, but working on that and yeah. Yeah. taking steps towards it, it's... Mm-hmm. You know, you get proficient over anything, going to the gym, whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I
0: feel like you have to build those habits around everything, not only what you love, but the things that allow you to do what you
1: love, Mm -hmm.
0: you know, like the supporting things. Mm -hmm. We were talking earlier about, like, just marriage content, like, because that's what Sam and I do a lot on the Nomadic outdoorsman platforms is relatable marriage content like oh it's coming up to season my wife's getting really clingy or like, <laughs> yeah. she planned something
3: and so I it's wonder like
2: what really what people really think um, about me it's pro- it's,
0: yeah it's,
3: i
2: don't know if i want to
3: know it's
1: probably not positive those those you know. girls
3: those girls definitely relate to you 100 yeah. <laughs> percent
0: i i get that so much where people show up and or like we get on a call and they're like dude my wife sent me your video oh, you it in there. and then i realized you had a podcast but like we relate. She sits and watches your videos every single night. And I'm like, well, that's good. Because honestly, a lot of it comes from some of it comes from experience. Some of it comes from hearing from other people. But there's every guy relates to it, whether they're into video games, going golfing, playing poker, doing fantasy football, hunting, fishing, you name it. Like we all have certain struggles and it's a balance to prioritize the things that are actually a priority right hunting is fun it's one of my biggest passions in life if i had to choose between my marriage and hunting it's not a contest i'm choosing my marriage if i had to choose between my kids and hunting it's not a contest but if i put all my focus in the fall into hunting and fishing my family doesn't see that yeah that they're more important to me and so trying to figure that out and balance it we just figured hey this is a good way to make some relatable comedic content yeah i love it the is comedy funny. side too yeah, i funny. think that's
1: huge i think if you can have humor in it and show one don't take yourself too seriously yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. when you when you, if you yeah. get too serious then then it's i think that's where burnout comes from you know what i mean yeah. and, and that's where like closed-mindedness and, and tunnel vision kind of comes from yeah and it's hard to pivot when you're running a business if you do, if you have tunnel vision so i think if you can keep it light but authentic and honest i think that's huge All right guys,
0: here is a hot tip for last minute scouting before the season starts. And that is to break out your optics and get boots on the ground on your hunting property find a spot where you're not gonna be noticed, where you're not gonna disrupt their patterns, but that you can observe them transitioning from feeding to bedding and hopefully put you in a spot to have a close encounter during season. For that, I break out my entire arsenal of Vortex products. I've got my Fury 5000 range-finding binoculars, my Razor HD spotting scope, several different tripods, as well as my window mount for while I'm driving, because if I see a deer out in a field and wanna get a better look, I can hook my binos right to that or my spotter right to that. And who knows? Maybe it's a property that I look into getting permission on. So if you want to check out these products, you can also save money when you head to eurooptic.com. That is E-U-R-O-O-P-T-I-C.com and enter code NOMADIC10 at checkout.
3: Well, your guys' content definitely shows like it's... It's normal. Yeah. yeah. Like, the pains of hunting a deer yeah. hunter who's passionate about it. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like, that's very relatable on... Everybody does that, you know? Like well, you said, through football, everything.
2: There's only so many kill shots you can have or, like, you know, the biggest buck, you you know, you've harvested. But with hunting humor, it's like, that that's ongoing forever. We can mm-hmm. always do relatable stuff, but there's only so much of, like, you know, one type of kill you can share.
0: Yep. Yeah. I think... I think making the content just to, like, let everybody understand you're not alone in this. Yeah. yeah. Like, listen, as a guy, there is that terror. Like, when my kids are like, Dad, why do you always leave? Why do you have to go hunting again? Or, like, if if she's like, wait, there's another season? Mm-hmm. That, I season that was just the ended. biggest thing
2: for me. He's like, all right, I'm going to go. Out. I'm like, wait you just finished what are you going to do i'm like oh now it's squirrel now it's frog now yep. it's coyote <laughs> right. like, there's another season
3: summer we're scouting yeah, yeah. yeah. summer yeah. scouting yeah.
0: food plots trail i've lost cambers, a lot of girlfriends know.
3: in the summer because they're like it's not even close to do season what are you doing <laughs> i'm like well well
0: and but that's a good point like managing expectations mm-hmm. and like going into it understanding she got when we got married she understood like i'm a hunter when i married her I knew she liked hip hop dance. Right. Yeah. Did I think that was weird? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Like, she's over there trying to break dance in Springfield, Missouri with a bunch of people. <laughs> hey, and I'm like, easy. what are you doing? <laughs> hey, she's, <laughs> got, she's got a sweatpants leg rolled up. She's got high Nike top Nikes top. on. And I'm like, I don't know who this girl is. She's hot, but also, this is weird. Like, <laughs> I'm wearing camo. She's wearing high tops. How's this going to work?
1: <laughs> but it's like later. to have, yeah. that, have yeah. those yeah.
0: conversations and understand. But then also, you know quality time when you're around. Yeah. Like we yes. have we're fortunate enough with what we do to spend a lot of our day together. Yeah. Like in and out of season. Which so, probably
2: helps you you know on your case when you go on these hunts because I'm like I get to spend so much time with them that I'm like go hunting like go out and do it get away from me yeah. it, you <laughs> have to say, I'm like can I have my free time out
0: <laughs> you have to play it one of two ways all right you have to be really really loving right before a hunt or really annoying right yes. before a hunt in either way they're going to be more happy with <laughs> yeah, you leaving you yeah, we'll kick you out for a little bit you just can't just put, you can't nice. be in the middle cuz they're going to be wanting you to be more loving or you know
1: yeah i think that's been the biggest uh, thing that i've been thankful to learn this this last like year and a half whatever it is 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 understanding understanding the value and balance Mm -hmm. of of life but also like hunting because then it becomes a benefit to Mm -hmm. the family right like i think i told you guys my my wife kayla the other day we we she's like we're out of venison and and we had to cook with uh ground beef and she's like I realized I don't like ground beef <laughs> anymore. <laughs> so it's like, so it's okay now because she values that I'm, it's part of the through lifestyle. Yeah. Through, yeah. through and through, I'm a, I'm a meat hunter. Yeah. Like she knows First, it. I'm going yeah. out and I'll stack those Feed the all day. Family, yeah. Love getting big bucks. Absolutely love the strategy, breaking it down. But if I know, okay, I've got a week to hunt the whole season for whatever reason. I'm going to try and stack those no matter the time of year. Yeah. And I'm going to, and if I get a nice buck, like I'm, I'm not going to shoot a year, Yeah. I'm not going to, I'll say that, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm going to try and not shoot a yearling, you know, spike, but you know, I'll hold out on the buck yeah. side. Yeah. But, and so it's seeing that value of like, okay, she sees it, we see it for our family, the yeah. health, um, health benefits of it and everything too. So I think that's been so cool to spend some time to really sit down, and a lot of it has come from <laughs> as hard as it is for me, because I didn't learn a ton about great communication um, growing up, and my parents, we joke about it now, mm-hmm. um, and so they had their way, yeah. and, and it worked for them. And I had to learn my way, and and part of that just started with asking her questions. Yeah. Like, hey, what are your priorities? Like, what do you see as quality time? Like, yeah. what fills up your cup when I'm here? Like yeah. you guys said, like, what makes you feel full when I'm here Yeah. in the quality time thing? And a lot of it was, like, when you're with us, when you're here with the kids, present. like, get down and, and play mm-hmm. with them and be fully mentally present. Don't be looking at Onyx, you know, texting buddies and stuff like that. Like, put the phone down, put the phone away. And when you have that time, just – and it's helped – then it's helped me because I've cherished those moments so much more and really connected with my kids. And then my kids are – they – you know, build that relationship where they'll come to you with anything. You yeah. know what I mean? Because they know dad's not going to just freak out. And the communication's yeah. improved because I've learned how to communicate with with Kayla. Yeah. yeah. And, and get expectations to where they need to be and prioritize that. And that's that's changed um, our lives but also our hunting, too. Yeah. And, and so it's like, okay, yeah, we're planning. We got a, 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 a team XOP hunt coming up in october and yeah. it's going to be oh you know 10 days or whatever it's going to be seven yeah. days and and um we're ready for it we've got it on calendar that's the other thing i did is i i put on the calendar like my whole fall basically yeah, yeah. like hey so you we know. got opening weekend at the cabin yeah we're going to be doing that and then we've got um then we'll be going to the october hunt so okay you got you know these couple weekends in between yeah let's and do some family, family stuff, stuff yeah, yep. right and then october hunt and then the rut hunt that we yeah. got coming up the xop rut hunt um and then a river float hunt that's nice. going to be absolutely sick and Floating super a river float hunt yeah so in wisconsin not For a rabbit hole okay quick in wisconsin um there's you can, you can, and I don't want to give away too much, but you can hunt on. um no you? You can stay on. Hey, a, I'll get coordinates off air. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll connect off air. Yeah. But no, I mean, it'd be sweet to have you. So you can you can float down these rivers and camp on islands if they're um, the right type of public land. Yeah. Um, and you can stay there, you know, up to three nights on each island. And so Dang. you just that's throw cool. a canoe together. And then I'm like, so that's, you know, a, kind of a segue. A, Another rabbit hole. That's the other thing. I love adventure, mm-hmm. yep. and okay,
2: so same. That's Dan's. Yeah, like right. And so that's name. what
1: that's what our heart. Wild at heart. Incredible book, and it talks about that. Yeah. Like men are, are, we need adventure. That we, yep. That's what. Yeah. we're and not purpose. out there slaying yeah. dragons, fighting, Recreation. fighting our. You know what I mean? Like, and so. Okay, so now how do we channel that? Well, hunting. Okay, well, how can I do it with a family on a budget? Mm-hmm. If this year it's not in the cards to go out west, well. I would almost guarantee that every one of these beautiful 50 states has some some yeah. kind of adventure that you can find whether Closer. it's the mountains of Tennessee yeah. or yeah. Uh, public you know, land, public in, land general. in general yeah. you can you can kick your butt and you can find these little pockets to be like wow that would what do you mean a river hunt in Wisconsin like that's yeah. crazy um, and so finding that kind of stuff and doing a budget mining, because I'm a Wisconsin resident so then my tag is whatever at 30 bucks or whatever it is. Yep. Um, and I can go in on this adventure for, you know, five days and yeah. I don't have to worry about travel times and, you know, short under a couple hours. Yep. And it's like, man, heck yeah. Sign me up. So I think find it, seeking that kind of stuff. Right. I, we talked about kind of keeping it within your, your bubble, if mm-hmm. you will use that term, like, okay, how can I, Rather than how can I fit my family into my bubble of passions? Like, how can I fit my passion into my bubble of of available time? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I feel like it's so relatable to just work, though, for people who don't. I mean, everyone who listens to the show is outdoorsy for something. But how it's not like with working, social media, our work goes with us everywhere. And I'm so guilty of this, of putting work sometimes above my family because mm. i can continue to grow that and like you know chase new opportunities and like you're saying instead of checking onyx when you're down playing with your kids mm. it's like i'm checking emails mm. and so to pause that to see the priority in front of us with our family at the time that it doesn't necessarily have to be your passion and hunting but it can be work putting that priority over your family over yes. your husband and i noticed that with me it's like I am just, it's on my mind constantly. And so I have to set my hours, even though I'm not an eight to five clock in clock out, I have to like, okay, when it's this time, like this is when we're working, even though we're home working, I got to, you know, get stuff done. But afterward it's family time. Let's hang out, you know, let's have that date night, um, you know, have that family night and not let work overpower it. And the same thing for hunting. It's like, you know, if you can do it together and you can weave it in and you want to go shed hunting as a family, great. You know, if that's you, something you desire, but...
0: You have to, like, budget your time like you do your finances, right? Yeah. 100%. Where it's just like, yep. okay, you're not going to go out and buy a new bow when you haven't already paid rent. Right. Yeah. Right? Mm. Some of us. Like,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some, <But> people, yeah.
0: <laughs> some people are yes. living a full life of adventure back <laughs> truck <Right. right? laughs> yes. right now. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, you like, and, and that's where I go, okay, priorities, like yeah. family, like your spouse and your kids, yep. and then your passions can come after that. Right. And yeah. it's like if you've budgeted your time accordingly, then with your available time, you've poured you've you've into so your family so much. And there's a lot of people who are like, well, how much time is that? How much time? Like, you'll know. Yeah. Like, you really yes. do. Yeah. For me, my kids, they there's no limit to how much time they want to spend with me.
1: Right. And right. I have
0: to understand that, like, they're, no matter how much time it is, they they're going to want, want more at yeah. this stage in life. My son and I, he he loves Lego Ninjago, right? <laughs> so he gets Lego Ninjago sets, and then they all end up in one giant bucket.
2: That was my and mistake. I Thousands was my bad.
0: and thousands. There was, a, there was a giant transforming robot <laughs> that he really wanted to rebuild. I said, well, where is it? It's, uh, it's all in here. We spent basically all of last week separating every Lego he has by color. Not just color, but shade. Yeah. And then we went through and built every single Lego Ninjago set that he had.
2: It was one night. For real. We were sitting on their floor while they were in bed. They share a room. And it was like 10 at night. And Dan and I are like, okay, I need a 4x4 four four yeah. size with like four a little hook on it. 4 x two
0: hooks <laughs> on it. I can't find it. It should be here. I'm like, with- we need to go to yeah. bed. We can't so do So we that. forced ourselves to go to bed. But I spent, I bet you last week I spent 25 hours Sorting and building Play-gos. Legos That's with my awesome. kid. He would have done it for 80 hours yeah. immediately you after. Know? He's like, Okay, right. let's build right. another one. Down right. this and right. he's like, right. I gotta yeah. go get some So work. it's like, but at the end of the day, I can go, Okay, look, I did spend quality time. Like, we absolutely loved it. Do I still, in a sense, feel bad because he wants more and absolutely. I can't, I can't yeah. give him more right, right now? Yes, but I know that I've done my part as yeah. a dad and we got to spend that quality time. Right. If you're an avid listener of this podcast, you've probably heard me talking about Infinite Outdoors in the past. Infinite Outdoors is expanding access for hunting and fishing on private land across the country. From whitetail hunts in Missouri to waterfowl hunts in Wyoming and pheasant hunts in Colorado, they provide access to over a million acres of private land listings for all types of hunting and fishing. Best part is, it's incredibly easy to browse and book properties all on the Infinite Outdoors app. The app is free to download and easy to use. All you have to do is sign up and you can browse over 250 different adventures across 10 states. Download the app today and use Nomadic 15 for 15% off your membership.
3: Well, I think like two things that like it stood out to me that you guys are saying now, like I'm not married, I do have a kid. Yeah. And obviously my hunting's changed because of that and really opened my eyes. But one thing that like I grew up and it was... When I, like, went around my dad, he's the one that mm-hmm. got me into hunting and all that. I remember as a kid, like, we did nothing that I wanted to do. And it was always, like, and I didn't hunt as a teenager yeah. because of it, cause it's all my dad wanted. It's all he cared yeah. about. It was never about, you know, going to the outdoors. It was, I'm going to go chop wood for my dad and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's what developed. Like I was saying, I don't have any balance. It's because whenever I got that age, that's all I knew. So I just bl- put blinders on. Girlfriends, family. Yeah. Like it's hunting. I missed my best friend's wedding, and I'm, his mom still hates me. she not. Doesn't actually hate me. Yeah. But yeah. She yeah. gives me grief yeah. every time. Yeah. But it was October, and I'm like, "What do you? You got married in October? Dude? What are you thinking? You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Gets like, married? <laughs> right? Like, yeah. like the world revolved around me. Statistically, you're gonna get married again. So maybe <laughs> <I'm gonna laughs> get yes. just oh, get that's so <laughs> bad <laughs> That's so bad. Jake, if you're listening. Just, we're just, we're just, just numbers we're game right. here, guys. We but. hope you're in that <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what you guys are talking about, and like a, I've tried implementing that more. I'm not the greatest at it, but what that teaches your kids. Yeah. Because I wasn't yes, taught that, was gonna, and yeah. that's yep. why I put blinders on. And now that I have they my kid, it. they what do. And re- now then they're going to take that on, whether mm-hmm. it's positive because that's what they know. Dad hunts. We didn't have time to play Legos because he was hunting. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how he'll treat his kids yeah. you know what I mean and yep. that's a really cool like I've, motivating that you know you're teaching your kids yeah. a better and
1: uh, more balanced way to do yeah. it You know, what I, I think I mean? it's even like the lesson of hey we have this much time son I give you 25 hours you know what I mean yeah. not, not being this hard with it but yeah. or blunt but just like we had times time. up, dude. right, right, right. <laughs> Hit your <laughs> limit done. for the week, yeah. you know. Not, not like that. But a less a conversation in it. Yeah, yeah. A teaching lesson. Kids, yes, kids are. That's a like I always say. Like, man, back in the day, kids were running farms at you know, eight yeah. to twelve years oh, old. Yeah. And really, yeah. we don't think they can, you know, go to the bathroom mm-hmm. on their own without washing their hands. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yep. yeah, maybe they don't usually, but you know what I mean? But like they're capable of all are yeah. sponges. They're capable of so much. They get and, it. And yeah. I think if if I think more and more, and I've seen it in my son, he's so he's so intellectual and it's awesome. How old is he? Uh he's eight. Okay. Is um and so if I just sit down and have a conversation with him, mm-hmm. that's done so much for our relationship. Yeah. because and I'll, and, and I'll be just like, hey, I'm sorry, I screwed up. Yeah. Or, you know, and just being totally transparent um, as, or as much as you can, like, yeah. why, you know sure. what I mean? Um, and that's been huge, too, just they'll as.
2: They'll respect that later. Yeah,
1: because they'll be like, hey, dad talked to me about this. It was a hard conversation. You know, he talked to me about girls even just from the start. And he yeah. didn't, like, freak out or blow up or make fun of me. It was just, you know, just a conversation. Like, oh, what do you think of her? You know, and it was never, yeah. like, a big reaction. Yeah. Um, you know, same thing. I think. You know, yeah, son. Hey, we, we, we spend some time. I would love to keep doing that, but I've got these. I've got other things to get done too. A giant to make buck sure to that. Kill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure you'll our, understand one day, kid. Yeah. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> make sure our family has has food and yeah. money and and you know whatever it is. Yeah. I think that's that's also been huge. Is just having truly bringing the family into the conversation and the planning. Of, yep. of it all and be yeah. like, hey, this is what I'm looking at in terms of, you know, th- I got this show coming up and, and this Something show and to look this hunt. To. Right. Like, And they feel how respected does that work? out of
3: that too that dad is being honest with me about what's going on. Right. And he is, I, I can physically see the time he set aside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. As, and they see the passion that we have for this. Right. right. And so it's, you know, when dad spent 20, 40 hours that week with Legos, like eventually, you're like, you you build that time and they see that you know and feel
1: yeah. respected because that's gonna mean that. a ton yeah. to them you know yeah. so
3: i think
0: well I th- and it's not even about like the total amount of time right but, like when you're there how the how much are you available versus not mm-hmm. because for me i look at my relationship with my dad and i had an awesome relationship but my dad drove truck over the road so he wasn't home that much right like he just really wasn't there were times where he'd be gone He'd come home for one night and then be gone by the time I woke up. Yep. But that night that he was home, we'd go out and we'd wrestle in the living room. And I'd be his secret weapon. He'd launch me at my brother <laughs> sideways. Yeah. And then my brother got to be the secret weapon. And we'd just be like, we just have time together. And although looking at it, it was probably less time than most kids had with their dad. I remember while he was there, he was, he was fully 100%. there. 100 yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And so I'm like, that's where you can you can spend two hours with your kid Mm -hmm. but if you're around them for eight hours and you're totally emotionally mentally physically unavailable to them that's that's going to show a lot different than if you're only home for 20 minutes but that 20 minutes is dedicated to them yeah Yeah.
1: from the time you step in the door it's crazy dad game time you know whatever it is Look what i can do right i think i think that's
3: I think as you, huge. as you get older, like, you respect that out of your parents, too. Like, you know, him seeing you yeah. willing to put aside time for him will only make him, when he gets older, want to spend time doing what you're good at, yeah. which is yeah. killing bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, We just talked to
0: Cooper, and he was talking
3: about how he, his parents didn't grow up,
0: or, like, they don't hunt at all. Yeah. But he got into it. Yep. And his dad went with him when he killed his first deer, and his dad then went out and bought a rifle. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's the type of stuff. Like, whether or not it's hunting, if it's a different passion that they have, like, just find some way to connect. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're going to find that common ground. Like, for me, I never thought I'd be into soccer, right? Just not a soccer player. Nothing against it, but I was always, like, football and Frisbee and baseball and MMA and all this stuff. And my kid just wanted to kick a ball as hard as he could. And so then it was like, I guess we're going outside and kicking this ball. (laughs) I'm going to be a soccer coach. Right? Yeah. (laughs) yeah, All of a sudden, or like my daughter. I'm not a gymnast. Yeah. She loves gymnastics. We bought the mat. And I'm we just, dude, I, I bought the mat. I'm over there like, all right, back bend, sis. Come on, kick <laughs> your leg. This yeah. is how you need to do this. YouTube like, and how to oh, do it. Dude, right. it is yeah. insane how quickly you can become a sports parent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A sport you have no idea about. Yeah. 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 It, absolutely it. clueless, but... Yeah, that's awesome. Let's talk about hunting. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk. Okay, so once you have all your priorities, in <laughs> the line, then what? Which then I'm still struggling with. Like, let's just
3: be honest. Here. Uh, listen, I don't <laughs>
0: think it ever fully goes away. I mean, yeah. it's something you have to work on all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But like for you guys, yeah. I mean, is whitetail the end all be all? Yes. Is that? Yeah. Archery,
3: rifle. Yes. Yeah. Archery. archery. I don't gun okay. hunt at all. So oh, okay. I grew Sweet. up that way. Shotgun hunting and. I have nothing against it. Like, if you could kill it legal, do it. By yeah. all means, I want people to buy tags, that's conservation, that's put more public land, on that. Just wait until
0: after archery season, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Illinois just implemented their first rifle season this coming year, so we'll see how oh, wow. that goes. Wait, like, you can Ever? actually shoot a with rifle. a rifle? Yeah, I'm nice. not sure the stipulations exactly on what it's kind. It's probably going to be and like straight wall or... I'm I'm assuming that they're just going to have a like a I don't know if they're going to We have two shotgun seasons, technically three if you kind of late season and a yeah. muzzle loader, but through those seasons you can buy a shotgun tag and then you can bow hunt. But I think if I'm not mistaken and I I don't know this for sure, but I think they're taking away you're not going to be able to bow hunt during these gun seasons anymore and they're going to let you but you can carry a rifle now instead of a shotgun, you can pick. Mm. That's my that's my mansplain of that, yeah. I yeah. think. So um but I don't have anything against it. I just – I shot my first doe at, like, 10 yards and on the ground with a bow. And Jeez. I was just, like, that to be that close to an animal you're about to take – mind-blowing so to me and book. there's so much that has to come together besides so just raising and pulling a trigger not yeah. saying that there doesn't skill in that because there yeah. yeah. is. Yeah. right but there's just something about a deer at 20 yards that doesn't yeah. know you're there that it's just i just fell in love i was in the military and um i was grew up hunting but got away from it because of my relationship with my dad honestly we moved away i didn't know what public land was and all my private land connection was with him yeah, yeah. and since we didn't have much of a relationship i just didn't hunt as a teenager yeah and after I – when I got out of the military is when I got back into it, and it was the, the tactics of yeah. bow hunting that mm-hmm. really just – I the kill to me is fun, and I get excited, and obviously it all comes together. But when you grind too much straight and seeing nothing or chasing him or a couple different bucks and am I sitting here right as the wind? Am I doing – and learning yeah. all the different things that have to come together, that's that's what hooked me. Yeah. To not just – I love archery, don't get me wrong, but that the tactics of – Getting ten yards away from a buck that has no idea you're there and then messing it up of course. Well yeah. <laughs> it's like I mean
0: what you were saying earlier, the adventure. Like the yeah. challenge and the adventure yeah. are really what bring value to things. Mm-hmm. You know, like when it's easy, and not saying that shooting a monster buck with any weapon is easy, yep. because right. it's just not. But when you can when you can like hone a craft and get get it to a challenging point but still a an attainable yep. thing, like that's when it becomes fun. Oh, for yeah. me, if I walked outside, out my back door, shot a buck, opening morning, two minutes after shooting light every single year.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you're motivation it, dude. to do I, that. I yeah, would yeah. hang yeah. it all
0: up. Yeah. Right. I mean, for the first couple of years, I'd be pumped. I'd be like, I'm the yeah. world's greatest. hunter. <laughs> <Right. But> like, <laughs> you know, like, one, you're going to get worse at hunting. You're yep. not going to be learning yeah, anything be aside from, like, just walk outside and shoot something. Right. Yep. And so I feel like as guys, we do need that adventure. We do need that challenge, and we need to
1: fail sometimes or just push ourselves past comfort. Right. I think being okay, this, this world we're in right now, especially in America, is all about seeking comfort. I yeah. mean, it's, you hear it on, 100%. like, AC commercials. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. HVAC guys. And it's, it's fine. Like, that's great marketing. Like, be, oh, how can you be hot for, you know. Yeah. It, well, it's 90 right. degrees, it so up. be careful <laughs> what you say. I a plane here you, in a little bit, I'm going to you on
2: You advertise <laughs> yeah. AC, I'm coming. I'm going right. with that. Right.
1: right, right now. But I think, so I think we can kind of, and and it's coming to the honeymoon, right? Like, we're looking at, like, e-bikes are incredible. Absolutely love them. They're yeah. awesome. You know, and that's a very useful tool. Think they're awesome. You know, but it kind of leads that into that a uh, comfort side. So I think... As long as we keep the perspective of beep beep. Just all the noises at once. Big old UTV. I'm waiting for a train. Uh, (laughs) It's enjoying the suck. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoying. And and, and it takes, you got to tell yourself, hey, I live for this. Yeah. Because in the moment, you're going to be like, you're going to forget everything preseason that you were getting excited about. Yeah and watching youtube's looking for and all that yep. you know it's like you got in the moment you got to be like no this is what i live for i love the suck i love the challenge yeah. this is what i'm here for to, to outsmart this deer um no matter how much suck you gotta time, go through right yeah. right no matter how much yeah suck or time whatever I you got have a funny
3: story to that yeah so when i said i had that smaller youtube or whatever um my buddy started it in high school never did anything with it i got into filming. And he had lost his private ground, and he was like, Hey, man, like I don't know anything about public. I'd shot yeah. a few public land bucks. He's like, Will you take me out scouting and just kind of show me around? We went out, and of course, the first day we, we'd go scouting, and then we did an observation sit and seen probably one of the biggest deer that I had chased ever. A we, well, he got shot. He was over 200 on public. He was huge. Holy cow. We called him Sasquatch. We figured him out, but he was so unkillable. The guys on Pride Land were the one who ended up killing him. Yeah. yeah. But um, anyways, um, so day one, we see this deer out in the field, and now he wants to hunt with me. And I just gave him one of my spots, and I'm like, crap, you know? <laughs> so he's like, well, if you're going to film, like, why don't I have a little thing? Like, let's film him. The embrace the suck thing. I was in the military, so I live and die by that. Because when you go overseas or, you know, in in any kind of training or whatever, like when you're next to someone that is a crybaby about it, it makes everybody suck worse, you know? So I was like, it was July, and I'm like, all right, man, well, we'll see. And so the next day I took him, I packed all the camera gear on his back. He had like 60 pounds of gear, and I took him on a hellacious hike. Like we probably hiked two, three miles through ditches and nasty stuff i even tried taking the bag from him. he wouldn't let me take the bag he never complained we went all the way out here got set up seen one doe we got down and the walking path was like 20 yards behind us and we walked the walking path out and he was making he was like are you serious you do you know <laughs> like dude i had to make sure like it's hot it's nasty are you willing to do this or are you gonna cry and complain when it's hard and me and him have been dude like glue ever since and yeah. when it's time to hike two miles and we may or may not see this deer, and he's willing to take that gamble, and we're sucking together and laughing at each other as we do it. Like, it makes it, like you said, just embracing that. And yeah. so that's I thought that was kind of fun. Having the right guys around you yeah. yeah. and
1: gals or whatever the case is yeah. uh, that are there with you. All right, if you're
0: not using cams, reveal cell cameras on your hunting property for scouting or monitoring the wildlife, you are seriously missing out. When you pair that with the Reveal mobile app, you can see the action as it's happening, no matter where you are. In fact, I've got trail cameras up in Wisconsin on the land that we hunt, and not only do I get pictures from those cameras sent to me, I can also track the progress of the camera, the battery life, how much memory is left on the SD card, and I can see what the weather's doing at the time that a picture is taken. So I can't think of a better tool for scouting whether it is close to home or in a totally different state. So if you want to stay tuned into the action or just get into the action, go to revealcellcam.com or tactcam.com and use code NOMADIC for 10% off at checkout. All right, how many of you guys hate dealing with tangled up rope? trying to untie it it's all knotted up and you actually really need it at the time don't raise your hands because I obviously can't see you but those days are long gone rapid rope is a quick deploy rope solution that you can pull the length you need and cut it all with one hand you don't need knives or scissors or a lighter to singe the end because it's cross threaded to keep it from fraying yeah they've thought of everything And this is way stronger than your average 550 cord. In fact, this is 1100 pound test. It comes in a shatterproof canister that you can fit in the cup holder in your vehicle or your backpack, or I don't know, if you still wear cargo pants, any one of the thousand pockets that you have. It comes in a 120 foot canister, a 70 foot canister, and you can get a rope refill. So just in a matter of seconds, you could be deploying and cutting rope with one hand again. So if you want to stop dealing with the headache of untying rope and detangling everything, anytime you need to tie something down, go check out rapidrope.com and use code NOMADIC for 10% off at checkout.
1: I love that, that's awesome. Yeah, I think one thing I learned from this last hunting season that was pretty cool, um, with the limited time I had, I, I, I I rifle hunted more than I have bow hunted uh, this last year, and that hasn't happened since I was 13 years old. And it was so it was humbling, but it was cool because I took into rifle season. Um, I took the same bow. I'm mean, like, I'm gonna hunt like a bow hunter. Yeah. I set. We set up the stand early, but I said this is a spot I want to be at because it's a total escape route. It from location wise of all the other permanent stands and everything that's been there for decades it's and nobody has hunted this just for whatever reason and full escape route and it was I think when you can take your tactics of bow hunting into any sort of of other hunting it's just it's it's brings it to a whole nother level yeah and you can kind of bring that suck of whatever it is um, I think that's pretty special when oh, yeah. you can do that kind of stuff. It
0: just slows things down. Yep. I mean, it really does. You have to be more aware. And that's why, like, you hear other podcasts, they talk about, like, rifle hunters are kind of like the general, like, entry. And then you drop into bow hunters. And then it goes to, like, recurve bow or trad bow. And then, like, you get into trappers. Yep. Now you're getting animals to step in a two-inch by two-inch spot instead yeah. of just getting within 40 yards of them. And it's it's just cool to like continue to make things harder on ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And then the intimacy of it, like yeah,
3: yeah. that's what I was saying, like that ten yards, just that close. Yeah. I mean,
0: you when you can see an animal blink. Yep.
3: <laughs> I mean, and get your bow drawn. And yeah. in my case, I sell film, so trying to get a camera, get all my cameras running. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot.
0: It's a good feeling when you have to focus on not breathing too loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I I got. I had that happen turkey hunting this year. I had my back to this wood lot. I thought for sure these turkeys were gonna come out in the beans in front of me. And I hate turkeys, by the way, (laughs) I just, turkey, it drives me nuts. And I'm sitting there and I just hear this freaking thing, pterodactyl running, or uh, velociraptor running (laughs) through the woods behind me, straight up to me. And it's like, as close as we're sitting across the table, that's how close it is behind me, and I can't move. And I've got my turkey vest on, which doubles as my seat and I'm breathing so heavily. I'm trying to calm it down, but I can't. And I think I got spooked because it could see my body breathing (laughs) so But it was amazing. I never even laid eyes on the bird, but I could just hear it and like almost feel it that close behind me. And then when you get that with a 150 pound animal from the ground, I mean, all my deer early on were killed from the ground.
3: But that's a different experience. Lately, I,
0: I don't. Lately, I've been in a tree, yeah. and so it's just way different. But archery from the ground, I feel like, is the yeah. ultimate. Like oh, if you yeah. can make that happen,
3: and if you do, especially start out that way, for one, I think you'll be a better hunter. Yeah. And for two, I think you'll be hooked immediately. I got a buddy. You're saying like your thing last year. Mine was I got a bunch of my friends into it for the first time, and I got one of my or two of my buddies killed their first deer ever. Another one shot one, and we never – he went on private that we didn't have access to, and the guy wasn't going to let us. Um, but sharing that experience with them, like, that was – that drew a whole new passion for me was getting new guys into it and and realizing, stepping back on, I mean, it's not all about just killing a giant. And, yep. the ex- you know, you hear the experiences from them, from their eyes. You're like, man, I remember when I was, you know, 12, 13, and that's how I thought. And, like, the excitement of a six-pointer walking in and seeing them mm-hmm. – what do I do, what do I do, yeah. you know, and being able to walk them through that process was truly amazing, so.
0: Yeah, I think that's the next step after, like, honing in your skills is getting other people into it yeah. and just watching them get pumped. Yep. You, you were pretty excited after shooting yours, but, like, yeah. it hasn't been. I think the most recent one was, like, getting my son out there. Yeah. Yes. I got him out there last year, and it's weird because, like, in Missouri, it's six. You can hunt at six sure. years old. I grew up in Wisconsin. It was 12. Now, apparently, there's no age. Like, you can hunt whenever. But, like, watching him and his passion, I was sitting in the blind, and he goes, Dad, I think I just heard a deer. (laughs) And I'm thinking, okay, dude, you're not paying any attention at all. I'm the one watching. (laughs) You're on the iPad trying to stay warm. You know, like, you (laughs) keep just refill after refill of hot chocolate and opening (laughs) little Debbie's and just hanging out with him. But I'm like, dude, you did not hear a deer, but it was like every 10 minutes. Yep. What's that? I just heard a deer. <laughs> did you see one? I'm like, I'm looking at a wide open bean field, dude. You, and, but I play into it, right? Like, right. I want him to be excited. I'm yeah. Like, you did? Where is it? Let's Where's see. It? Let's take a peek out the back of the blind, you know? Oh, my God. And we had so much fun. And there's just there's something about getting someone else passionate and seeing the genuine excitement on their face yeah. like that you have for something
3: well, and, and not like we were talking about, like the killing being such a, a small part. Like, I think we just got to know. Storm's coming. Storm's coming. Storm's coming. coming. <laughs> yeah. It's called the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, well, like I was saying, like as a, and I, like I said, I didn't spend too much time gun hunting when I did, it was with my dad. And then by the time I got out of it and got back into archery, I think having that 40, 60, yard vision where, like, that's kind of what you're honing into. I mean, yes, you can see further, and you're paying attention to that, obviously, but the things you see bow hunting, I think, and just being out there because you're so observant of everything that's right around you, yeah. just nature and the weather changing and how fast it's changing and how brutal it is out there but beautiful and yeah. forgiving but not. And yeah it's that has become just as much of a passion as anything it's such a relief to get away and i live in a small town no hustle and bustle anyways but getting away from you know your phone and all that kind of stuff it really I don't know. It it changes you. I think. Yeah. Like just being out there, you know.
0: Yeah. There's there's something special. And man, I I really appreciate you guys hopping on. Yeah. I hate to cut this short, but people yeah. are frantically. They're yeah. pretty. Yeah. I mean, very frantically moving around. Is it? I if, don't
2: know what kind of storms coming in, but everyone's yeah. like.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't have enough service to even look. I know so. same. Yeah, I tried to load it. There's vehicles driving around. People are booking it down off the mountain. They're unplugging <laughs> TVs. This we, we could always do. Uh, Part two, yeah. If we oh, yeah. want to get more into hunting in room, tactics and lunch. stuff, oh yeah, so. we could always
1: do that. We'll that'd be fun. We'll do could, another we'll do yeah. another chat. It'd be cool to out, talk about product. Absolutely. and What we've talked about, 100 You know what I mean? And get
3: Jake because he knows, um, or Jack. Sorry, Jack. Yeah. Jake. Yeah. Get Jack and he knows a lot about the product.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, We'll do a we'll do a follow up. Maybe I'll just it's merge this product. all into Didn't one. Yeah. But yeah, I appreciate you guys hopping on. Where can people find you? Where can they follow along? Uh, oh, so, don't worry about me.
3: We're- so I'm um, on Instagram. It's Lethal Nick, um, and then um, Lethal Prairie is the YouTube page as well. Awesome. So. Sweet. Yep. Yeah. XOPOutdoors.com. Yeah. Cool. Check out the stuff. Yeah, I do a lot of the Instagram reels and TikToks for um, XOP too. So. Hey,
2: Dan loves TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> Sweet. Well,
3: thanks, <laughs> guys. Yeah. 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 Thank you, we man. Thank we you. appreciate
1: it. Thanks for having us.